let me tell you about a man that I have met. Great Scott! They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show. So we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. Hey. Day two of the death rattles. My end is nearing. I hate to come on the radio. It's supposed to be hip and cool. A disc jockey of sorts. Going and gallivanting around the globe doing cool things with the record labels. My nose isn't stuffy because of cocaine. My eyes not red because I've been partying all night. But damn it, these dang old allergies here. These they dang are here. Old, I, I talked yesterday about how uh, having a stuffy nose might be the most debilitating uh, minor medical condition ever. Yeah, and we also chatted about the differences between COVID and cedar fever. And that's where I wanted to start today's show, Emily, because during that discussion, you and I both peculiarly enough get pink eye whenever we have COVID, and you will notice the color of my eye is a gentle red slowly turning towards pink, which means either my dog put his butt on my pillow and I've got some uh, Jardia up in my contact lenses, or I might have the red coming Um you better not. You get out of here. Well, get out of the I, studio if you if have If I COVID. thought it was that, I would test. But Emily, we discussed it yesterday. I wanted to bring it up again. What are some of the symptoms of allergies or the pandemic? Well, the the pandemic. Okay. <laughs> Remember when that was a thing? Yeah. I, so basically I, I what they the tell you. I think the only word that still lasts from those days are the jab. Ew. I'm going to get the jab. You better not get the jab. Get, get the, the jab. jab. So, what, so you found an article at KXAN that yeah. said like, hey. It's either allergies or it's this. Yes. Tell us the difference. How do we know so if it's cedar fever the or the Rona? Is, if you have the Rona, you're probably going to have a little bit of a fever. You're going to get some body chills. You're just going to feel it in your body a lot more. If you have allergies, it's just probably a cough or a little bit of a sniffly nose. Uh, sore throat might go with both. But I think the key thing that you mentioned was... It's your body. Your body's going to ache. You're going to have fatigue. Yeah. Like you're getting sick. But then it gets really confusing because for me... Um, sorry, guys. But uh, I'm getting to the season of... Uh, and my monthly meeting with Shark Week. Amp flow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'm like, am I just tired because my body is ripping itself apart from the inside, or am I tired because I have COVID? Well, and also this, when I had COVID, zero aches. I thought it was a weird, like little, like intense cold at first. So symptoms may vary for you. It is, which means it's even more confusing. Oh, great! It's frustrating yeah. that it's so different for everyone else. Um, and what's more frustrating is. Back in the day, a couple years ago, saying you had COVID or you might just meant you got to stay home. They didn't even count sick hours then, but now it's harder to do. But if you're sick, try to stay home. And you know what? I'm I'm going to declare a day in all music show. Let's all go home. No, you're not. You know what? The fans demand it, so Emily will (laughs) stay. (laughs) 101X presented the first home. Sorry, the fan. Sacrificing body, mind, and spirit for the perfect D's nuts joke. The CJ Morgan Show on 101X. The day America became open for business. Massive day in the history of the United States on this day. Like I said, we became open for business. Uh, guys, what do you think, Emily Spencer? Is the lifeblood of America. The lifeblood of America? QAnon people might make you think it's adrenochrome. Hold on. But the lifeblood of America. Oh, no. Guns? Is it our... Okay. You know what? That is a... That's a pretty good response. I mean, I thought Um, that that. guns were what helped us found the country, right? And Uh, that they also helped us vote. Tobacco early on, too. The other question, lifeblood of America, what is our first trillion dollar industry? Oh, here. uh, I was going to say highways. Uh, okay. Oh, Highways. About, that oh. is the foundation of America. That's Actually, what makes no, America America. The lifeblood of America, our first trillion dollar industry is McDonald's, and the lifeblood of America is the Big Mac. Or sugar. Did you guys uh, even know that? Wait, uh, is that true? No, you're absolutely wrong. I'm an oil man. It's oil. Uh, Emily, I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't know about why today's the greatest. Uh, because in history, 
You were just looking for those. <laughs> you were on the computer for a few I'm seconds just to find that. <laughs> yeah, I was looking. I was trying to find clips from There Will Be Blood. Okay. Uh, on this day, 1901, a drilling derrick in Spindletop Hill Woo. near Beaumont, Texas, produced an enormous gusher of crude oil uh, hundreds of feet in the air. And uh, years prior to that, a man had thought that there was going to be a bunch of oil under a salt dome, which is now, you know, when we find salt domes in areas, we know there's oil under that ground. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Salt and, it, and oil? Yum. That's a good meal delicious. right there. What it, it, again, Mediterranean to, diet. <laughs> no, back to McDonald's. Yeah. Uh, however, it turned the United States into a oil-producing country, made Texas huge. When you think of the old rich Texan, you think, I have oil. What was Houston's team before the Texans? The Oilers. Oilers. The Oilers. So Spindletop happened in 1901, and it sent us into the global market. And like I said, crude oil became a trillion-dollar industry, and Spindletop was the place that kicked off a boom which started in the early 1900s, the Texas Beaumont area absolutely became a Texas tea, black gold boomtown. And uh, they even had another one in the mid-1920s when they discovered even more oil deep down. But it launched the United States on the global scale of being able to export oil instead of just importing it from certain countries and stuff like that. And along with the American innovations with the automobile and our workforce it slowly turned us from being a regional power until into the global entity we are today so wow. congratulations big Spindletop, oil texas Yay. big oil dead dinosaurs today so that's dead today in history and uh uh contrary to that it's also national cut your energy day so if <laughs> big oil's getting a little more expensive one of the suggestions is to carpool, stop huh. driving big ass trucks, solar power, or take yeah, solar power, or <laughs> uh, take a train. But I'm going to tell you right now, this message is brought to you by Exxon, Big Oil, Shell, whatever it is. Hey man, give me all the money. I'll yeah. keep preaching. Mm-hmm. You keep driving that truck. Ain't no one judging you for that. Free fifty Tom Corgan truck. When your kiss goes on a list, it's the best thing in life. We found out uh, talking off air that, Emily, you have a kiss list. Of course I have a kiss list. That's... You guys don't have a kiss list? No. No. Why would no. You? Why would it's you... impossible. In fact, my fiance and I, the other day, we were talking about our do. I have a do it list. Yeah, a stick it in ski list. And even okay. that list is hard to... <laughs> completely remember like sometimes it's sure. like girl oh, from great. nightclub and hot tub right. like it's stuff like yeah, that yeah but i try but i at least had a list because i was careful about not spreading stds and pregnancies <laughs> and whatnot but i was talking to my fiance and i was like i we didn't even say kiss list we just said what if he, i was like could you come up with a list of people you just messed around with that you didn't have intercourse you just hooked up with it and she's like ha 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 <laughs> no. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, same. But you have a kiss list of I everyone you kissed early, okay? Because I don't know. All of my other friends were were doing it. We're kissing and we're recording their kisses. So I don't know. I decided to pull out my iPhone and start typing them away. Some of them are kind of funny. Like I have one that's just question mark, question mark, question mark, Canadian dude. Okay, so, like that. Yeah, yeah. Like we like that one. Saying, we there like are that. certain ones where it's like, I don't really remember. The mystery. Who's the this? order, too, is confusing because some of these were just like, oh, yeah, this happened, but I can't remember if this happened at this time or at this time, so okay. I'm just going to stick them on the list. Let me ask you an important question about yes. this. Yes. Uh, I know you're getting ready to get to it, but... And this is for everybody. If you have a doing it or messing around or kiss list or any of those things. Do you J-O to it later no. on? <laughs> no. Do you relist a person when you return to the well at a later date? No. No. No, absolutely but, not. But here's, no. So here's because what I did. Because sometimes mine would have a name, and then it has that name because that clearly was almost a different person because it was a completely different chapter but yeah. they only get to be on the list so, for once, right? Uh, first off, I just wanted to note that you had Canadian. I have Courtney South by Southwest from Australia. <laughs> so, Canadian question mark question mark Canadian. Uh, so we've dude. Uh, we've been around the globe. Oh, of course. But, um, Some of these I also had to say, which is very messy of me. In parentheses, I had to like explain who this person was because I wrote their name down. Yeah, like I had to be like. So and so's brother. Didn't you make out with someone at New Year's once after you got dumped and you were like, I didn't know who that was? 
Probably. So you have a few of those, but it's just I weird. I have a few of those. I've, I, I, I could not go through just kissing because, again, I'm Matt said it off air. I'm a drunk. Kissed a lot of random people for a lot of random reasons. Yeah. Um, so I try to keep it with this list. But Matt, to answer your question, um, I do not. Uh, girl from neighborhood, sister's friend, twenty year old tech nurse girl. Oh my god. Um, oh my girl god. from techno have, club and hot tub. At least I have names. Sarah online. on road trip in Dallas. Yeah. Why not? At girl least make at up a Lindsay's name. worked at Joe's. Girl from after tech game. <laughs> Uh, those are, I mean, the rest of them have names. But anyhow, when it's a banner year, when I'm going for records, I think there was a <laughs> there was a year where I listed uh, repeats where, you know, if I was sleeping with multiple people at different times, different months apart, I did it. So like, I think sleeping together, you should write it down multiple times just so you can track your STDs. Well, I, well, no, when you're saying things about like keeping it in order. I have a list order, of new in because, order, and then I have a list of because, like everyone in one year. Because uh, sometimes you have that person that re- keeps re-entering your life, but I like I had more than one person that over a period of like a decade yeah. were re-entering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And I, have so ex, I. I have an ex and, like that, and too. And it's like, that. I don't know if that should be, if that person just gets listed for the the OG time. Only OG. Or oh, yeah. Only OG, unless you do. But at like, some point, I have to go, hey, look, they were in between these two girlfriends, they sure. reappeared, and between these two girlfriends, that person reappeared. You don't yeah. relist them unless you're doing like, the, Matt, you loved me when I used to come on air. This is my 2016 list. Can I say that a uh, count list a is star, different than an STD tracking list? A star next to the name means it was brand new. Okay. M2 in parentheses means morning as well. So <laughs> 2016, I listed every, every look, look at this scroll. This, yeah. 20, this was my best year ever. Yeah, it was. It was. A great I have goddamn friends year. that have uh, lists where they put symbols next it's to it, like, so it's like me too. Yeah, yeah. I did if that. I do this, then that <laughs> means we got this far or whatever. My favorite thing about my list is so I have I have the F list and then I have the kiss list, and. If you look at the numbers, right, the statistics of this list. Should we put these in a graph? And uh... It's very interesting because somebody that uh, was one of my first kisses in high school, I ended up hooking up with in college. So it's like kissless. That and person then... is right up at the top. And then uh, the F list, he's at the bottom. Like seven years in between. Isn't yeah. that interesting? It's not interesting. That's kind of what I'm asking it's about. It's kind of like that person, yeah. because your your cells regenerate, and you're a brand new person every seven you years. You totally are. And I feel like maybe that person should get included. Twice. Okay, that's a separate list because I've had that too. The repeat list. Yeah. Where sure. you've and I would like to complete it before I get married, but to where you hook back up once more. With some of your favorite old hookups, you get once more. It's once either more. a redemption list or a remake, and so that's the quest you got to go on. There are some people you shouldn't be in relationships with, but you should be hooking in, up. You should be an eye every icon. ten years. There's just certain people that you made eye contact across the street on Sixth Street at six at, at two a.m. And when you did, you were like, oh, we're connected for life. This is, I guess I know what I'm, I guess I'm not getting pizza after all with you guys. <laughs> TikTok is taking care of the grandparents. And he's just about to be a grandfather in age. His, his kids are young. That's That came off wrong. I'm sorry, Yeah, it Matt. really did. Yeah, uh, it's the pair pickup with Matt Bearden here on the CJ Morgan Show. Yeah, uh, and I'm not getting, getting ready to be a grandfather in age. That makes me sound old, dude. You I'm older. Be, though. You, you well, did yeah, get you can married be 40, when you were 40 older. is an age that you can be a grandparent, correct? Yeah, that is true. Oh, you wow. could actually be a grandparent at 30. If you had Ew. a baby at 15 and that 15-year-old... Had a baby. Yeah. You'd be thirty in a grandparent. That's right. Believe it or not, there are a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of little ones out there. Well, I didn't get to participate in this TikTok challenge because my grandparents had uh, all passed by the time I hit twenty. But there's a new TikTok trend out there. Uh, pajama clad adults are showing up at their grandparents' houses with all of their cousins in tow and just coming over for a surprise sleepover. With Emily, their grandparents? Yeah, they're just oh. like ringing the doorbell or opening the door and being like, "Hey!" and then. They're all in their pajamas with their uh, Xboxes and Just pillows. Just let me die in peace. But it, no, actually, you videoed me. I thought for sure Emily would be like, oh, yeah, I'm totally in on this. I thought for sure you would have seen this happening already. No. But it's like grown-ups. So I say grown-ups. 
it's imagine you and all your cousins. You're you're tw- between twenty five and twenty. Okay. And everybody just shows up at uh, your grandparents' house, and I was like, oh hey, were we? I thought this was sleepover weekend. They're just surprising their grandparents and then mm-hmm. having a sleepover. <laughs> it's all adults, and so, it's just so. video after video of grandparents. Oh. Crying with joy. Oh, it's joy. Oh, Crying with sweet. joy. Oh, it's joy. Sounds like organized <laughs> mooching to me. Organized <laughs> mooching? I'm kidding. I thought that this group, I, I brought this in here because I thought you guys always liked this goofy trend stuff. No, we make fun of it, mm-hmm. but we uh, we definitely feel, I don't know if it's because I watched an SNL skit recently, but something kind of makes me sad and bothers me about old people being on TikTok. Yeah. The old people aren't on TikTok. It's not a TikTok trend with grandparents. Young people are filming themselves while they go over and surprise their grandparents. That's what I'm saying. But the unwitting grandparents. You're saying like exploitation of old the, people? Not in this sure. case, but a lot of times they're the butt of the, the joke. Yeah, not but only do they just... have to provide food and drink now for how many cousins? Like, have you how seen, many people? Have you seen the trend of uh, <laughs> if there's an old person at Walmart, a veteran in the sporting goods section, you dunk on him at the basketball goals in the corner. <laughs> so you never see him dunking on veterans? Mm-mm. It's it's just sad and mean. Okay, maybe we don't all the same mean algorithm well, as you. Fair yeah, because it just seems like grandma is, is happy to finally get all of her grandkids in one place because yeah, she only gets it during the well, holidays. What if it's sex night with Peepaw and they had all that planned, and now they, you're Yeah, Peepaw already took a pill. He's, he's waiting. Well, I, I just was bringing it up because I thought it seemed kind of nice and sweet. Now, so what, did you guys ever have? Maybe that's the thing. Did you guys ever? Did you ever have sleepovers? Maybe that's why there's the negativity in this room. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I know. Never with my. I, I really all, all my grandparents that were alive lived they in Wisconsin. Far away. Yeah. yeah, and I am the youngest by at least five years on okay. both sides of the family. So I'm just the baby. So every place that I went to was a sleepover for me. Yeah, my <laughs> my grandparents lived in town, so occasionally the parents would want me out. I'd stay over there. It was awesome because my granddad would fall asleep in the chair watching Spanish westerns. Oh, I love that. Uh, grandma would be on the phone, like one of those big old gaudy phones cussing right. in German to relatives. And I would turn it on MTV because they had one of those switch boxes that had like f- right. five premium channels. I'd turn it on MTV, dump out a bucket of Legos, and that was my day. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, my grandmother had cable. I didn't have cable. So yeah, I got exactly. to my grandmother's house. I got to watch Nick at Night, and I got Ooh. to watch MTV. And I was super stoked as a kid. So... Uh, Spenny? Sure. That's where I first saw Mr. Bean was at my grandma's house. <laughs> that was a good time, man. We're going to try the peanut butter bacon burger. I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat. Time to fatten ourselves up, not just with the words coming out of our mouths, but the food coming in. Emily, set us up here. You went to Sonic and you got us what? It's the bacon peanut butter cheeseburger. Okay. So you have to include the cheese part because personally, I think that's the nastiest part. When you described it, you mentioned it once to me once before, and I thought it was just peanut butter on a burger, and I was like, I could, I could kind of make sense of that. I didn't know about the bacon or the cheese part. Cheese as well. makes yeah. it hard. Yeah. Ba- yeah. To me, bacon and peanut butter, that's easy. That's a natural go together. Right. Uh, no problem with that at all whatsoever. But the cheese does change it up. It and also, Sonic's got some fair, pretty good bacon burgers for fast oh, food I burgers. I thought you were going to say they got some balls to make this burger, but <laughs> that they do. Um, so feeling this burger. It actually transported not too badly because the no. Sonic isn't nearby here, but you made it in time that there's still a slight bit of warmth to this. Oh, yeah. Can I get a picture of one of yours? There of is a There is a lot of uh, peanut. It almost looks like I opened a kid's diaper Ew. with all the peanut butter goo in the bottom. It smells better, though. It smells way better it than that. It smells good. It has Mine, veggies on it, too. There's onions on it as well. You gotta rem- I didn't know so that. So that's another thing. Uh, the onions and cheese, how will that go with the uh, peanut butter? And I the think... reason why I want you to try this, okay, I am, I always say peanut butter is my favorite food, but after I got advertised this, I was like, absolutely not. I, I am not going to try that. That sounds disgusting, but I'm s- such a peanut butter fiend that I need you guys. To let you know if it's good. Because yeah, you I... won't try. So you're, you're guinea pigging us. Yes. So absolutely. here's how it's layered. I you was have wondering. Bun, is it... then you have cheese. It's just normal, like. American cheese, though. I yeah. thought they were going to have maybe wait, wait, a different wait, wait. cheese. Well, let me, let Yours me, goes bun, then cheese? Bun, oh, you're going from the bottom I'm up. I'm going from the bottom up. Okay. Bun, cheese, and then uh, the meat patty. Then we have the bacon and onion, 
And then I guess on top of that is a bit of a peanut butter smear. So the light bit of peanut butter is at the very top. So I think the way it's layered might actually work. And, and it be- even it smells some of like some of those sweet and hearty barbecue sauce yeah. burgers. So that's kind of what I feel like we're about to and get. And they're using some kind of, let's be clear, it, it clearly is some kind of peanut butter sauce. It's not a thick peanut butter. It's like butter, a watered which, down. That's very, different. very disappointing. I it, thought it was going to be mean, legitimately peanut butter. It's hey. more like a peanut oil or something. Has anyone gone in yet? Peanut uh, sauce is made with peanut butter. I will go in and we'll Ready? see how it, how it. it is. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Eating on the radio, always good. Oh yeah, great content. Delicious. It's Fine. hearty. It adds, a, it adds a different kind of heartiness to it that yeah. I like. Delicious. No problem with it at all. Onions work. Um, I'm getting a slight aftertaste of the peanut butter, which is fine. I think if you're if you're like me and, and, and if you like a lot of Thai Vietnamese food that uses yeah. a lot of peanuts oh. and peanut oil and peanut yeah. sauce, you mention that? Peanut sauce. you're, you're going to like this. You know what it I was getting ready to say? You. This is missing? When you go to Sonic, bring your own cilantro. If there was cilantro on here, too. Something sharper, yeah. Now, I know. Mm. Are you one of those people that Someone can't have cilantro? Out. No, I love like cilantro, so. but I, I wouldn't like it like this. If but you put cilantro and sriracha on this as well, it's a winner. Yeah. But this is a good really? burger. I don't, you're, really? I know they, it is a good burger. I'm still I grossed right. out. Do you want to bite of this from like a backside that I haven't touched? See, okay. Do you want to bite Matt's backside? <laughs> I was going to say, there's a little crunch to it, too, with some it's of the bacon. See, the thing is, is I don't like onions, so I'm going to This one doesn't have onions. You need to grow up. If you want to adult, then you have to stop saying, I want things made the way my mommy Listen. made them, and you just need to eat that. Now, how is it? That's pretty darn good, isn't it? Again, I if, got none of the peanut butter if in you're, there. It is pretty light on it, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. the aftertaste is really what hits me, and it's fine, and I'm going to reiterate, if you like it's fine. kind of Southeast Asian cuisine, the peanut butter sauce, it, it hits just right. It's fine. It's not, um, overbow- it's it's not also, overpowering. I've always loved peanut butter and honey, peanut butter and banana, different kind of peanut butter sandwiches um, my mom would make. Sorry, I almost choked on this. You're getting indigestion. Did you not chew it all up? <laughs> he did not chew. I watched I get him. too hungry. I always get yelled at by my fiance. She's like, slow down and chew. And I'm like, don't you have to chew? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm really surprised. Also, they're a multi-million dollar restaurant. Restaurant, restaurant is a strong fast word. food. Like strong it, it's, it's word. a, it, they're owned by conglomerate. They're not going to send something out there that they don't think is a going to sell or b be a good marketing front for people to try it. Okay, I, I would like to point out too that Sonic actually all locally owned franchises, uh, not a big conglomerate. Um, well, yeah, but which it separates them from a lot but, of the other fast. But food I'm telling places. you, the the Sonic itself. To put this out and then to have their franchisees take the risk on bringing in this product. Sonic realized a long time ago that their main customer is a stoner. They realized that a long time ago. And they've really leaned into that with some of their food offerings, especially the fact that I can go and get chili cheese fries right now there with mustard on top and onions. So delicious. I do want to point something out. I bit exactly where Emily bit. So essentially, our mouths touched, and Yo, essentially, yeah. we kissed. Essentially, so we kissed. You can try to take it back, Emily. Yeah. If you want to, but you and I, you have to add me to your to your kiss list because you and I have made out. You know, I actually have a notes app of your kiss of list of my kiss list, and I will add you. <laughs> I I also tried the uh, shake. They had like the peanut butter bacon shake, and I'm happy to report the burger is actually. Better. What? The shake the was nasty. My tummy hurt so bad, which is another reason why I didn't get myself a burger, is because after okay. eating that shake, I was well, like, you ate the shake you on the, the way home. Yeah, you, you ate it like 15 I did. minutes. Okay, I did eat it. You're not supposed to fill yourself up with that much melarine ice cream mix. Uh, it was, it was way, nasty. We had it. We tried it. Um, uh, I think it's, it's good. It's important it's good. to point out that Spencer. Has finished, finished his. his burger in the <laughs> time that we've in been the talking. Six minutes of this segment. Spencer's burger is completely gone. There you go. It passes the test. Sound off. One, One two. two. I found some sounds on the internet, and uh, we're going to see if the gang can correctly identify the sound or just do it humorously and accumulate winning points. Uh, luckily today, we actually have some listeners playing on behalf of Matt, Spinney, and Emily to win some bleachers tickets, but only one person can win. Uh, two or one points. That's why it's sound off one, two will be awarded. And we're going to start with Emily. And we are going to start with this first sound. And it's a sound from a place where I love getting sounds. So you might already know a bit of what it is. But again, sometimes the funny answers, the better one. Here is your first sound, my friends. Oh, 
Man, that, uh, that uh, almost sounds like my old Ford Tempo. Because my buddies had taken off the uh, the air intake and I'd put exhaust on it. On the Ford Tempo. I don't know why. Uh, Emily, what do you think that sound is? Has to be something hot dropping into something, or something cold dropping into something hot. Uh, so. I'll give you one point for just how much you did not care for that one. I didn't like yeah, it. Yeah. That was boring. Uh, Matt, what do you think that is? Uh, that's the sound inside of my head when my wife is watching one of the real housewife shows. Okay, good. Point for that, Matt. Mm. Eh, whatever. Uh, D's not dropping into your mouth. <laughs> he got you good. He got you good, dude. Real hot. Uh, only one point, though, Spinny. Not two, because now you're going to encourage dumbass listeners to craft very bad D's notes jokes. I uh, understand. In the entire list of, yeah, of hot copper balls, molten liquid being dropped on stuff. This one was just an ice cube. And I thought it was kind of fascinating how long it took, how long the surface friction of the ice cube and then the liquid and air it puts in between it. It makes the ball kind of almost float and it just spins and it was an interesting one. Um, I really, that's my goal this year is to put us to sleep. Yes. You're listening to this show. Speaking of putting you to sleep, uh, I love it when I find old audio clips of myself that are really bad, but early on in my radio career, I was always eager to try to work and do stuff, and we had um, an event coming up, and they needed me to make a promo for it, and the event was the Austin Boat Show. There was going to be an appearance by someone in the building, and I was kind of helping this, actually, I was tasked to have part of my hours helping production this is what ended me helping production was when they were like, yeah, just do a voice. I was excited because I got to put my voice on the radio and I was going to do the promo for this big event. Are you all ready to hear the one I made? Oh, sure. Here we go. The Austin Boat Show is taking place January 15th through the 18th at the Austin Convention Center. Austin Convention Center. Ed Clements. Ed Clements. Oh, wow. Hey there, Ed Clements. Only be there from 5 to 7 p.m. on January 16th. 16th. But the best pricing and customer financing in decades will take place all over three days. Three days. You'll even be able to try your hand at winning an Xbox 360. Xbox 360. The Time Warner Cable Interactive Gaming Center. It's the Austin Boat Show. Austin Boat Show. The Austin Boat Show, January 15th to the 18th, right at the Austin Convention Center here in Austin, Texas. We'll see you there. I mean, first off, it was only supposed to be like 20 seconds. Secondly, that ran on the AM conservative talk radio station. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, I was not allowed to make promos again. CJ but... as a producer, that was pretty, that was good as well. It actually well, was. Uh, I like the jam and uh, music, man. I mean, uh, well, that's the other thing that I now know is illegal is I, you know, I used uh, Death Clock's music, so you can't use Mm-mm. background music that is licensed right. for those sort of things, but yeah, I was not asked to do uh, production again. Um, Emily, how quickly was I fired for doing that? Is that the question? Yeah, actually, you know what? Now that I told y'all what it was, it defeats <laughs> the purpose of. Well, can the, I can I give a guess? Is this though? supposed to be sound off one too, or did you just want to play an old commercial? Of yours? I kind of wanted to play that because it's so dumb that I made that, but it's uh, it's not good at all. But it's so CJ that yeah. that's what I made for an Ed Clements at the Austin Boat Show thing. Well, I still want to give a guess though. Okay, go. What do you think that was? Honestly, that just sounds like. CJ forgetting to take his ADHD medication. Uh, very much so. so. Yeah, yeah. Um, Did you forget that? Day? You all get a point just for having listened to that. Okay. I'm sorry. Thank what you. can we do for the is... listeners out there? Can you send them a point? I wish. Oh uh, well, we can give away bleachers tickets, and we'll come back with part two of Sound Off. One, one two. two. Welcome back to Sound Off. One, one two. two. I found some weird noises from the internet or from my own back pocket catalog of crap. And uh, the way it works, we got some listeners. And you three are playing on behalf of them for bleachers tickets. Everyone's tied with two points. Uh, let's try to identify what this next sound is. If you get it correct, maybe you get a point. If you're the funniest, maybe you get a point. If you're the meanest, you're definitely going to get one or two points. Uh, here we go. Oh, yeah, I recognize that. 
Matt, you're laughing. Let's start with you. Uh, what is that sound? That's Led Zeppelin on tour right now. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, point for you, Matt, for sure. Thank you. Uh, Spinny, what do you think that is? Man, it still really sounds a lot like these nuts plopping on your chest. <laughs> oh, man. Point, point for that. Uh, Emily. I don't know. I feel like that's just the sound we all make every time you try to make us play this game. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> okay. so. two, two points for that. Yeah, y'all are, y'all are not into Damn this it. week's game by any means. But uh, What, was it a seagull or something? <sighs> Those are actually two lynxes. Uh, that's how they call each other. Like the little, like the cats. The right. yeah. Like yeah, yeah. That's how they talk and call. Like, listen, that's so... Bizarre, and what's funny is, as I was like looking for sounds last night, I'm in bed playing this, and my fiance's just like, looking for play. It sounds very human, but I'm I'm gonna be honest. This might be a thing where we were tricked, and it's just some dude edit. Like I, I can see me making a video. So let's, let, you know what? Let's. Hey, I hate to interrupt this segment in a game we're playing where oh Emily's gosh. in the lead by one. But I need to Google a Lynx call and see if this is in, in any way legit. So I found uh, The Animal Sounds, a real YouTube page with more subscribers than we'll ever have. All right, let's see if this is in any way. What it... <laughs> wow. Is, is, this, is this just birds aren't real? Is this the whole prank? I didn't realize humans could fake a Lynx call. There's just like another CJ out there who's made a thousand pages of Lynx calls and they're all the same guy just going, ah! <laughs> <laughs> It's not real! It gets, it gets worse. Somebody's listening to this in their car right now, okay? We're they think we're beating somebody. a baby. Oh my God. <laughs> Was that a cough or was that a lynx? You know my sense of humor. I, I think this is the best thing that's ever been on the show. I just this. Oh, that was good. Oh. oh. I I'm so mad. I was going to say, that one started off kind of sexy, like, but then, No, whoa. that's a hot copper ball going into a marshmallow. <laughs> I just love the idea of, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a global conspiracy, not COVID. Oh. <laughs> No wonder people think Bigfoot exists. They're like yeah, wandering they around. Hear this. They hear this out is that, a, is that yeah. a big dude up there? Why is he yelling at me like that? Check out my other videos. You know what? I found a source for the game sound off. Congrats, Emily. You win. We're, uh, you, I'm joking. I'm going to critique the classics on today's Nerd Report. I've rewatched some of our collective favorite movies. Am I going to dump all over them or do they hold up? We're going to discuss, at least today, Heat and American Beauty. And now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that that I'm a nerd. It's your Nerd Report, and I'm going to go back and critique some of the classics. Uh, One of them being talked about a lot on the internet right now. I'm not sure why. But uh, we discussed off air. What are the parameters for this? Um, you, oh yeah, you what really is, wanted uh, to know. I wanted like, to know. What's I don't know what you describe as a classic. I'm gonna say it was in the realm of either uh, a cult classic, a, a cult favorite, sure. um, a like the thing is Oscar, a good example of a cult classic that wasn't necessarily lauded at the time, but we consider it a classic. Became very film. popular later on. That everyone movies everyone knows and loves. Sure, Goonies would be in there, but also like I want to stick to the realm of like uh, favorites in the term that we actually have some. Uh, I, I want to say it's it's non partial day, but something that was nominated or won an Oscar, that kind of that thing. So okay, very say, very well, well known, and at least over twenty years since it was okay, released. Okay, I was going to say Frozen. I feel like is something that's going to be considered a classic film, but that it's also maybe still young. There hasn't been enough time, but there has been for these movies. Uh, let's start with one of the ones I watched recently, Heat. Heat, of course, Heat. is uh, Val Kilmer. It's Al Pacino. It's Robert De Niro, a classic bank robbery movie that uh, it's a very bro dude movie. I've never heard of this movie, and I don't think I ever will watch it. (laughs) uh, A lot of people point to it, you know, it's like a lot of like heist movies. It's what people like for Ocean's Eleven or things like that when they're making sort of these movies. Heat is something they'll reference or. 
I, I think they 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 treat it more like a classic one, such as the French Connection or something like that. Like it's uh, very gritty. Yeah, maybe it's a term I want to use. But uh, okay. I rewatched Heat and Heat sucks. Heat's not really? a good movie. Okay, I, I, really? I feel like it it has great parts. The bank robbery that goes wrong and the long shootout scene is great. But I feel like people think that's the whole movie. But it's not. That's the first part of the movie. It starts out a banger, and the rest of it is a very slow, drawn-out, boring love story. Okay. Sure, there's some great cat-and-mouse games between Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. They have a good scene in the diner, but I don't get the bro-dude love for Heat. Heat's not that good. It's got a good scene. That's it. The rest of it is very boring, very romantic, very, like... Romantic? Really? Yeah, especially... And I mean, that's what I'm bringing up for it being such a bro movie. It becomes such a love triangle kind of thing like oh, that's the focus of the movie not maybe, maybe that's killing. how bros can enjoy the romance element they need the high stuff and that's, they need, they need that's guns. where we all the get along too. yeah so they're like oh you know maybe i can be sensitive but it has if to Al come Pacino can after love his bank life, robbery i can too yeah. uh, he, he doesn't hold up and i talked about this when matt was here earlier off air that uh i you feel s- like a big underrated al pacino movie that no one talks about enough that is goddamn great up there to the level of Godfather and stuff. Jack and Jill. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, Carlito's Way. It's an incredible, fantastic movie, and people mm. don't talk about Carlito's Way enough. And if you played, this is the nerd report after all, if you played Grand Theft Auto Vice City, um, I, will, I will say that's where it got a lot of its plot and, and you know, kind of the Aesthetic. structure and stuff from sure. it. Sure. Uh, so that's uh, the first movie. Doesn't you, hold up. So, so you say it's not as not that good, which would imply that it is good, but not as good as you remember. Which is but kind of the you, theme. But then of you this. just say it doesn't hold up. What exactly doesn't hold up? It's in not your that eyes? it doesn't hold up. It's that okay. it's just not good. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Fair. Then, I've actually never seen it besides the cool shootout scene. Now this so, one is, know, man. is truly a classic. Uh, the Kevin Spacey acting masterpiece, American Beauty. Recently rewatched that. My dog was doing an American Beauty in the backyard today and was pissing me off because she was just Wait. barking at a trash bag. Oh. Though, <laughs> oh, my it, God. It has kind of corny moments, and it does feel dated. It's a weird movie. It's a weird movie, but it, it holds up. It's a good movie. And let me add to the weirdness, Emily, is I think when I was younger, I didn't quite understand the how it was supposed to make you feel uncomfortable but I totally get that now. It made me feel uncomfortable. It should. And He's infatuated with his daughter's yes, best friend. Let that's me bring so that up. Gross. So that's as a young, as a guy who I was probably 16 when I watched that, Mina Savari as a sexual object of, or the desire, the object, the desire of Kevin Spacey's uh, sexual feelings. When I'm, when you're 16 and you're watching it, you're like, oh, hell yeah. Mina Savari, she was in American Pie. She's super attractive actress, so it wasn't weird back when I first saw this movie. Watching it now, it's weird, and it's very uncomfortable, and it just... uh, But I feel like the uncomfortableness and weirdness is what made it such a fantastic, bizarre story. Uh, I just remember one of my teachers back in Christian private school I was at saying, like, can you believe nowadays that this is what America likes, a movie about infidelity? I'd never seen it yet. I was like, oh, I guess... I guess I shouldn't go see it then. Well, you, <laughs> yeah. I've only seen it in parts as well. You miss seeing Mina Savari's taters. No! Thank you for that, Spencer. <laughs> you can always find it on the internet. And speaking of the internet, at CJ Morgan Show, should we go back and rewatch something that we all know and love? Yeah. Again, critique in the classics. Uh, nominate yours, 835-1015 via text or you can always find us on social media at CJ Morgan Show. Cold weather's on the way, and imagine dealing with it without a nice hot shower. It's time for getting some headlines, and another Central Texas apartment complex will be shutting off the water, planning for the freezing temperatures. It's the townhomes at Double Creek and Round Rock. Residents there got to notice that, hey, uh, next week when it gets down to 19, you won't have water. Starting this Sunday, Emily, you live in a pretty crappy apartment that screwed you over a few times. This is um, true. How would you feel without being able to flush the toilet at the very least? Like, is this the is the apartment complex doing the smart thing by preventing damage to where then all the residents wouldn't potentially have water for a long time down the road if uh, if a main breaks, or is this 
overreacting and almost cruel I think to deprive it's them. 1000% overreacting and totally cruel. Um, and if you have an issue with your pipes and you've got an old building, you know what? The solution was to try to fix it back in the summer. You should have I guess you should so. have thought of this, knew it was coming. Uh, so T- KXAN, where the story's posted, said they reached out to the Texas Apartment Association, or the TAA, as it's called, I assume. I don't know, man. Oh. Uh, they said they don't have a policy regarding off sh- uh, shutting water down. That's ridiculous. I feel like... winter if- weather. And uh, <laughs> apparently it's becoming a, a regular practice because the apartment complexes don't want to spend a lot of money. But to me, it's garbage. It's That's so garbage. I'm paying you a lot of money. I should be able to flush, flush my toilet... At least bring us some buckets of water, and you can come flush my, my poop down it, It's you know, the when, drain yourself. When you're in a house, you can at least melt the snow and bucket it in from your pool like I would do, but not in this case. Uh, nope. With more winter weather comes a lot of debris, and that happens to be the top 311 call of 2023, uh, at the end of last year, KXN combi- compiled all the reasons we were calling 311 and uh, collecting storm debris is the number one thing. Get this branch off my lawn, do this, do that. But there was also a, a lot of uh, code enforcement. Parking violation was number four. Oh, come on. Who's calling about that? Jerks. Snitches. Uh, I know. Telling on us. Um and then uh, one of the other interesting things on this is uh, resource recovery again, which is garbage, to uh, come pick up my compost. My so, compost. My compost. Like, Do we uh, have that? Do we have compost pickup? Yeah, in Austin they do. They, they have, we have the three bins a lot of uh, folks do. And so you have a compost bin. But why are you calling 311? Because that's also here for recycling and garbage. 311 isn't the place. It's It's... The city of Austin, it's who does your trash collection. Like, there's yeah. a place for that. Why are you calling 311 when I need to call 311 because the kids won't stop popping fireworks at my dogs? Yeah. It's not cool. Speaking of the kids, the kids got it right, and the kids are going to be getting rich. Uh, well, at least this one kid. Uh, there's a 12-year-old in Austin named Eli who is becoming a very savvy saver. Enough so that KXAN wants to feature him. Uh, he's a seventh grader, and his grandpa got him an app called Bushy Kid for Christmas, which is basically okay. a money investment app for children, like to teach them how to be like an investment guru. And so far, just since Christmas alone, he has already saved more than $500 while earning a 20% return on his investments. And I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> Listen, if we're teaching kids about investing and saving money and doing that, I think we should not just do this because it's what's fun right now. Um, with, what do you mean? With, like, like crypto and with apps like Robinhood yeah. and the whole stonks thing a couple of years ago. It is fun to try to do this, but I think we should go a little deeper into helping our youth. That's one of the big problems, like, that people my age to yours had, Emily's, I don't think we were really taught about debt and savings and oh, retirement. No. And it's, you know, we don't have, we have 401k, which isn't, which depends on the market. And a lot of companies don't pay into it where, you know, people had better retirement plans. They had, sure. you know, companies would actually pay pensions and, and stuff like that. Uh, you also have, you want people dumb coming into college to, to when you walk on campus, there's like, hey, we'll give you a free hat if you sign up for a credit card. Like they, they want that because <laughs> it's how they make money. They do. And and like this is awesome. OK, I I'm laughing at the kid because just the concept of a child, a seventh grader being somebody who's investing in stocks Dude, is nuts to me. Our co-worker across the hall, Bob Fonseca, he has uh, his youngest son would always tell him what stocks to buy. And we were at a Christmas holiday, uh, a Christmas holiday, a holiday, holiday party, party over go. the break. And I was talking to his son. We got into like 3D printing and cameras and stuff. And he started telling me, he's like, yeah, these cameras for these new drones are going to have a lot better, blah, 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 because the chips. And he's like, this company's making the chips. And after I left, I was like, I need to ask him what to invest in. You definitely like, do. He, dude, he, he's been doing it for his dad. He made his dad some money on NVIDIA and he was, you know, he got his dad into Tesla back 
you know, early on. So maybe, maybe it's something we need to listen to. Maybe the kids have got it. You know, I'm not one of those kids. I'm sorry. I don't know how to get it. The feud continues. Aaron Rodgers versus Jimmy Kimmel. And that's what's hot on the internet today. And now it's time for Emily's social cues. That's right. The fighting continues. Aaron Rodgers versus Jimmy Kimmel. And it all has to do with Epstein Island. First, though, uh, let's get into some breaking news. Uh, This is completely separate, except for in the vein of football. Uh, What started trending immediately when I started pulling up these clips, uh, Alabama head coach Nick Saban, the greatest college football coach of all time, is retiring. What? Emily, do you know why that's good news? Because then we'll be better. Potentially, yeah, because we're yeah. about to be in the SEC against Alabama, so it could be a good thing, but they're still a great program. But, I don't even uh, know who Nick Saban breaking is. Breaking news, he's retiring. Now on to Jimmy Kimmel versus Aaron Rodgers. It all started when Aaron Rodgers appeared on Pat McAfee's podcast, which is like a video cast, and it, you know, I think ESPN replays it. But Aaron Rodgers said that Jimmy Kimmel's name was going to come up on Epstein's list. Now, Ooh. the Epstein list thing in itself is very, it's not quite as simple as... Yeah, it's pretty complicated. The people on the list went to his island and exploited minors. Yeah. Which a lot of it did happen and is true, but he was a guy that tried to put himself in position to be around movers and shakers and wealthy people. He... He worked with a lot of philanthropists. He was he was a money guy. Are you talking about Jimmy Kimmel? I'm talking about Epstein. Oh, so yes. there were a lot of people that interacted with him, and then a bunch of fake lists come out, and lo and behold, it's a bunch of left wing media people and politicians, and it's just weird that they're like, yeah, Barack Obama and Joe Biden went to Epstein's island, and it's like, dude, there's pictures of him with Trump and with other people. Like, regardless, don't throw out a fake list with Jimmy Kimmel and only lefties and pretend to be that that's true. Cause it's not, there are people on both sides of the political spectrum, politicians, uh, movers and shakers that were associated with Epstein and associated in a nefarious way. So don't lie about that. So was but he on Jimmy the Kimmel list? Jimmy Kimmel wasn't on the list. Oh man. So he, he just, went, he just said that. So then. Aaron Rodgers said that, and you know, a bunch of the QAnon conspiracy people, pizza gators think that Jimmy Kimmel is on it. And, you know, basically he accused Kimmel of being on the list and, and kind of sort of dancing his way of being a pedo And this is what Kimmel had to say on his show recently. President Karen demanded to speak to my manager. And and you'd think... You'd think the guy who fathered Eric and Don Jr. would know how to handle jokes, but I guess not. We have a First Amendment right that Americans a hell of a lot braver than Donald Trump died for. You know, that's the wrong clip. I was reading too much of the other thing, but uh, point being... (laughs) Okay. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel went after Aaron Rodgers and made jokes about him and said, you know, that he's a college dropout or only went to college, didn't graduate for football and concussions and made a bunch of cliche late night jokes. Aaron Rodgers, of course, what do we say? He clapped back. Unprompted, he comes out and says that I'm an overly concussed wacko. In my opinion, it seemed like because I believe that there was a list and that there were names on that. We fast forward to this last week. I'm quoting myself here. A lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, are really hoping that doesn't come out. End quote. I totally understand how serious an allegation of pedophilia would be. I'm not stupid enough to accuse you of that with absolutely zero concrete evidence. That's ridiculous. Okay, well, where's the concrete evidence? He also said Jimmy Kimmel doesn't want this list coming out. What? What? Yeah, why Jimmy Kimmel? What and does he know? You were kind of dancing around and accusing him of being on the potential list. And Aaron Rodgers is just slowly turning into that weed-smoking ayahuasca bro, massage therapist dude that, yep. like, got in conspiracy theories and <sighs> is suddenly aligned with the— He, like, puts crystals in his water bottle. Extreme far-right. Something weird happened, dude. Oh, the yeah. pandemic broke our brains, and Aaron Rodgers is out there with the broken brain. And I don't even get why Kimball's responding, because all he's doing is fueling— these dumb, weird feuds. Can you both just shut up so we can get back to listening to Cat Williams? And can That's somebody, who we really care about. Yeah, and also, can somebody <laughs> just post the full list 
for me on Twitter. Just well, it's a nine hundred page well, list, and I don't that's want to also read the problem. Nine hundred page. So the problem is, is one the list doesn't mean that you went to the island and were on the flights and and you know did inappropriate things, whatever. Uh, so it doesn't mean if you're on the list you did that, but also. There are so many fake lists that have been going around. That's what's nuts about it. Is it's and even the photoshopped blurry lists look bad. So I don't I don't think That's anyone's gonna true. if you had the hundred percent true listed names and people that did the worst, no one's gonna believe it. Because Bill Clinton was buddies with this guy, but you're not gonna have Democrats that want to be like, well, no, not Clinton, not him. And then, of course, Donald Trump was associated with Epstein, and and it, they're gonna be like, well, no, he wasn't. Clinton was more. It's just gonna keep fighting, and it's breaking <sighs> down into where we have a dumbass quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, you know, Super Bowl MVP, still legendary in football, but going on a podcast and saying he's being censored and no one can hear him. Bro, you and Jimmy Kimmel are all we're hearing now. It's it's just that. And you know what? What? The list of Epstein? Mm-hmm. Checked it. You're not on it, Emily. Oh, thank you're goodness. not one you're still not on it, so congrats. Did you know? Mount Everest is a fecal time bomb. No idea why it says it's a fecal time bomb. I just uh, know that did you know? Roughly twenty six thousand five hundred pounds of human excrement is left on Mount Everest. Each season, every no. climbing year. No. Uh, so they're calling it a fecal time bomb. Oh, I have no uh, clue why. It's well, just tons of frozen. Yeah, yeah but why, why a it's time preserved, bomb? so it hasn't even. I mean, is it going to avalanche at some point well, when it, it gets yeah, heavy? Yeah, what they're saying is, as global warming c- continues, that stuff's going to warm up, and it's just going to come sliding yeah. down the mountain. Well, the, Hell yeah! Imagine bomb. snowboarding on that. <laughs> <laughs> It, it, it makes me think more of That's it's a, a world record. Sorry, it's a volcano. Like it's just going to explode and shoot doo doo, like warm molten doo doo everywhere. But uh, as we all know, the tectonic plates were what pushed Everest up, not volcanic activity. Uh, but either way, uh, an S storm is coming, baby. And you know it's true because I said. Did, did you, you know? You also said warm molten doo doo. Just want to put that on the universe. <laughs> Actually, it'd be steaming by that point if it got oh. hot enough. Okay. Okay. Sorry, Emily. Okay. That's well, did, did you know? Speaking of steaming doo doo, did you know that uh, McDonald's once came up with <laughs> bubblegum flavored broccoli? <laughs> yeah, I have heard of that. Yeah, they were wanting to attempt to get to make something and create something so that kids could eat a little bit healthier. So they thought, well, you know, kids notoriously hate broccoli. What if we tried making it sweeter, just like bubblegum? Um, and they did a focus group for it, and it's exactly what you think. It was really confusing to kids to have yeah. to put a flavoring flavor. agent on it, or did they change they it, it at a sweeter? chromosomal level? I mean, just like the McDonald's chicken nuggets, I have no idea how they make Correct. any of their okay. food. <laughs> I so I have no clue. Um, just because scientists could do it doesn't, doesn't mean they mean should. should. You've got to ask the Goldblum question when it comes to such matters. Well, Absolutely. I'm going to stay on the theme then. Did you know Quaker Instant Oatmeal, you can get ones that contain fruit pieces? Uh, strawberries, you can get one that has str- pieces of strawberry sure. in it. The strawberries, however, are actually dehydrated apples that are dyed red. Oh. Uh, you, can get, you can get on with, with peaches in it. The peaches, however, are actually dehydrated apples that are dyed a peach color. And you can get them with blueberries. Blueberries, of course, are the, not dehydrated apples. It's actually blueberries? Uh, it's pieces of fig, which oh. I don't understand why... It seems like it would be easier to get blueberries than it would to be get get figs, right? I would I would think so. Just nobody wants fig. They're like, hey, we've got they more. Have so much fig. <laughs> There's not enough desire for Newton this year, God. so yeah. we're gonna do something with the rest of these figs. Yeah, figs <laughs> disgusting. Is it? Did you know? Yes. Okay. Uh, fig Newton's pretty good. What they, are you talking about? They there? disappeared <laughs> after the '80s. I mean, isn't that part no, of the Christmas haven't. song of? The figs of figgy pudding. Figgy pudding. That's what it is. <laughs> Perhaps the origins of fruitcake, by the way. I looked it up a long time ago. Anyway, did you know? Uh-oh. I was trying to find some food related ones, but I'll have something slightly related. The thing that touches food the most the tongue. Did you know? The human tongue is made of eight different muscles, four of which are not even connected to a bone. Unless you're CJ. <laughs> Got him. <Hey. laughs> uh, last food fact for the day. 
Did you know? Uh, Drinking the Kool-Aid. It's often used by people to say that you are blindly following and accepting a truth of something that might not be. Join in a cult. And it actually comes from a cult. The 1978 Jonestown mass suicide where uh, Jim James had the followers drink cyanide. Uh, Unfortunately for the Kool-Aid and Kool-Aid brand, it wasn't Kool-Aid. It was Flavor-Aid. It was a cheaper knockoff brand of Kool-Aid, but now we're thinking that this mass suicide, it's Kool-Aid. It wasn't. Did you know? It was Flavor-Aid. Science has made its greatest discovery yet. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Matt Bearden's back, and we're going to talk science and fun on Weird or Wired. You know, uh, science has made some incredible discoveries over the years. Name uh, one. We, well, we, were, we learned how to split an atom and create uh, immense power, which we then used to kill other people. But but we still have the knowledge. We haven't right? learned how to split an Eve, yeah. though. That um, is the true test. Or check correctly. Um, we talked yesterday about the fact that we've learned how to sort of teleport information in the quantum field, right? Now science has come to us and said, folks, step aside. We have figured out the answer to the question that everyone was asking well, we couldn't answer before, and that is, why is P yellow? Ooh, Dang. I need to know this. I was yeah. talking to CJ about this just last week. I was like, "What do you think that is, CJ?" And he couldn't. We couldn't come it's up like with a, anything reasonable. Well, because Emily said, thing, right? Emily said that she was doing something that made it all. Clear, yeah, but well, because now that I have the Stanley Cup, I'm drinking so much water. But from my understanding, yeah. it's not supposed to be perfectly clear either. Matt, what? tell us about P. Well, science have linked urobilin to urine's blue, uh, urine's yellow <laughs> hue. If it's blue, you have a problem, man. <laughs> Too many snow cones. Uh, the, it, they have linked that chemical for a long time, but they didn't know where it was coming from or why we had it in our body. And they have now gone through and they have solved the long-standing scientific mystery. Wow, it's taken us this long. It's kind of wild. It's funny because we've known for over 100 years that, that what the chemical was that was making the yellow. We just didn't know where, where it was coming from or how it was appearing in our body. There's something called bilirubin reductase. <laughs> and that is the reason, essentially— that our urine is yellow. There must be a lot of that in whiskey. I was going to say, sorry, I just sound like a Cajun guy. Billy Rubin, what? Sorry, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm Billy Rubin. I make your pee a little yellow. Ooh, you got to put a little garlic oh, on it. Oh, my brown. There is a microbial enzyme. It's called bilirubin reductase. Oh, and bilirubin reductase. Some shrimp on crops. Don't forget the ponies. It said it also is uh, has something to do with IBS, things like that. Oh, and oh. it's because it has to do with our our gut microbe, but uh, microbiome, and it also has to do with urine's yellow color. It turns out your urine isn't. Being manufactured yellow, it the bilirubin reductase ends up from our blood All system. The <laughs> our red blood cells break down into bilirubin. They should they go out in our duke, right? But some is reabsorbed back into our body, and then it breaks down a second, and then yet a third time. And that creates the yellow color in our urine. Otherwise, it would just be clear. Now, a quick side note: the way you just said duke there. I would enjoy That's short it. for Dookie. Yeah, I would enjoy it if in scientific papers, kind of like in creative writing, you try to find synonyms so you're not using the same word over and over again. If they would, instead of saying like the fecal matter and blah, 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 if they would use Duke, even a beast, like if they would, you if scientific pa- papers would be creative with their, uh, <laughs> well, their the, terms. You for, know why they don't do that? It's because scientists are nerds and they don't know all the cool terms, bro. Yeah. 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 They the slang. Yeah. Well, it does say here in the study that uh, when you pass a brown banana, uh, Billy Rubin is sometimes <laughs> left behind. Billy Rubin. The best one I ever heard was pinch a grumpy. And that's that stuck with me. That was the funniest one. I just want to start using Billy Rubin in things. Like, I, I want to go to the bathroom and then come back and go, hey, guys, guess what? I had a lot of Billy Rubin. I saw Thank you, Emily. Emily. Now I got that Billy Rubin Boudin to drop. Things everyone should keep in their glove compartment. How are we supposed to make money on the internet? The internet? That thing's still around. Computer, load up celery, man, please. Yes. I 
Welcome to Clickbait Corner, where we click through the crap so you don't have to. Uh, there are different websites, like this one, Lifehacker, that tells you how to how to do things that will uh, help you out and, and keep you going efficient and whatnot. And we all know the glove compartment. Emily, have you ever noticed that the uh, you just got a new car, Subaru, right? Yeah. Do you feel like the glove compartment wasn't isn't accurately aptly named <laughs> and everybody knows it? And everybody knows it. I shouldn't have done that because we both just saw Death Cab we for did. I was going to make that joke. Uh, man, look at us. So I'm proposing 20 years a apart swift and, and orderly, orderly change. change. 20 years apart and we're still in the same stuff. That's so How cute. How adorable. 20 years. Uh, what should you keep in your years. glove compartment? Uh, and do we keep it in our glove compartment? Probably I'll get not. my bell and we'll find out. Mm. Number eight. Spare fuses. Always good to have backups in case one blows. I'm going to say, unless your vehicle comes with a pack, which some do, some don't, no one no one keeps spare fuses in their no. car. I used to. I don't. I don't even know where my fuse box is. Usually it's like under the driver's side, but if you have power windows that go out or anything like that, you used to have to do the fuses, but I feel like with newer cars, you don't, you don't even worry do about that, it. that much, yeah. Number seven, a multi-tool, not necessarily like, you know, the old Swiss Army knife, but uh, if you're driving and you want to you wanna get drunk on a road trip and you have a bottle of wine and you don't have that corkscrew. You always should have <sighs> corkscrew. It, it, it's happened. It's happened. Absolutely. But yeah, some kind of multi-tool, something to cut, something to uh, stab, something to window. Yeah. Well, no, you're not wrong with that because if you're in a wreck and you're like, drive off a bridge in a river your seatbelt might so you need to cut through your seatbelt mm-hmm. and you might actually need they do say to have something to break your windows of your car to get out Ooh, did yeah. you know did you know did you know that those quartz <laughs> crystals that they sell where it's like the long triangular piece of quartz crystal that breaks windows very easily yeah, that makes and sense. i actually saw a video of some guy testing it and if, he was yeah, like if, you if you're see... just like a hippie girl that has quartz in your car yeah, if you see yeah. another radio station van driving around that's not ours, test it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, just don't do that. But it's good to have a multi-tool. Uh, that way you can just fix, do little things. Uh, pen and paper. Yes. I will say I'm always looking for pens in my car. Yes. I hated that. I Dude. don't know how I'm the only one that sits in this chair and my pen bucket's always empty. Same. I got a I'm goddamn annoyed. sparkly pen. That's uh, my sparkly dude, pen, by the way. Take it back. I don't want it. I pulled okay. up to park just I, I earlier today it. to come into work, and I parked in front of our guy with Buddy Evans' car here, and I wanted to leave a note like, and leave it for him on his windshield. But you didn't have a pen and paper. And I was looking through my car. I was like, damn it. I had paper, but no pen. It's also good if you're somebody that buys last-minute gifts like me because I'll I'll leave cute stationery so that I can write a little note and then put it on the gift so it looks like I tried harder when I <laughs> well buy it. But, it. but I'm like literally in the parking lot of the, of the Chuck E. Cheese writing their kid a, a note. That's a tip for you. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, number five, mini first aid kit. Yeah. Not a bad idea to have that. I yeah. feel like, yeah. Emily, you and I go camping a lot and do road tripping a lot. Definitely. So I, I have something. Uh, My first four. aid kit is uh, Tums. You always should have Tums in your have, car. Then do need Tums. In your car. I have some in my car. Do you want some? Need it? Uh, number four, tire pressure gauge, or even something to inflate your tires. Uh, number three, proof of insurance and registration. You don't really need that. That's very dated because most of the time that's on your phone or your app. Yeah. Or when you get pulled over now, they can see if you have insurance or not. They don't even really ask for it unless you're in a wreck. Then you might need it. Uh, vehicle manual, sure. But I feel like a lot of people aren't fixing a lot of stuff on their cars. No, but it is good to have to be like, what does this yeah, light yeah. mean? Yeah, why would you, where are you going to keep it at home if something happens when you're out on yeah. the road? You know what I mean? It's uh, better to have it in the car. Number one, I completely agree with a flashlight you should have mm. in your car. Now, yeah. um, they're missing things. That's the clickbait corner. Yeah, I want to talk about on tomorrow's clickbait ah. what I actually have in my car. And again, because I'm kind of a prepper. Some of y'all are going to think I'm crazy. Or am a genius? I don't know. We'll find out. Another day of more show and tell. Uh, Emily, why did you get us presents? It's not Christmas. The New Year's over. It's not my birthday. Well, it was Christmas. And I've had these for a while. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. That's what we all say when we're like, oh, yeah, I forgot I got you a gift. Well, I'll be honest. Um, for some reason, Matt's gift took three weeks to ship. So you can all blame him. Yeah, a a dildo that big. uh, Yeah, (laughs) they have to craft it. It's made out of glass. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's beautiful. So it's even more difficult. So Uh, so be careful. Emily, you got us gifts. I did. Merry Christmas. Let's open uh, for a little show and tell. I'll have to explain what they kind of are. Sort of, kind of. Okay. Okay. Emily got me a crystal ball. No. No. 
So this is, you just moved into a brand new place, CJ. I did. And you have a Lego room. And I thought that your Star Wars Lego room needs some Star Wars starry lighting. A starry sky nightlight. I've seen these. They are the best. Did you buy us Instagram ad gifts? I did not. Because I've seen this and I love it. I own one of these. Okay. So it makes makes it look like it's It makes it look like a a galaxy in your room. It's a mini planetarium. Yes. My 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 son has one similar and he... Loves his. He yep. does less mushrooms than you, but I think you guys still get along, right? Oh, yeah. We would still use it for the same thing. Now, Thank Emily, you, Emily. I am <laughs> delighted. A, I got some beef jerky, which I'm very, very excited about. Ooh, yes, Good. Yes. You just look like the kind of person that eats beef jerky. <laughs> Thank you. You, Thank look, you. you look bloated and no. unhealthy. But this is what really excites me. Uh-huh. In this package is a keychain, and the keychain is a miniature bottle that you can fill with hot sauce so you have hot sauce with you Every at all times, yes. everywhere you, you go. go. Yes. This is genius, Emily. Oh, yeah. You're welcome. And I was thinking, because you always have to suffer through Talktober, that now you can put three different types of hot sauces, put them on your keys, and now any time that you interact with a taco and it's gross... But you have to eat it. You've got a savior. You have a savior for it. Here's the only thing that I worry about. These also look very similar to hand sanitizer bottles. (laughs) And at some time, at some point, I'm going to put hand sanitizer on a taco. Thank you very much, Emily. This is very thoughtful. You're welcome. Your gift is also three weeks in the mail. So it should be here uh, uh, any minute. Oh, sure. Yeah, (laughs) of course. Okay, now, Spencer. Oh, goodness. um, Because you are somebody who works very hard as a producer, I thought that you deserve a spa day. Mm. Um, Well, Mm. I'll be completely honest. I got Mm -hmm. you soap. And I didn't want you to think that I got you soap because you're because dirty. You stink. <laughs> so sure. I had to get you other things. You, I know sure. Spencer's brain well enough to know that the first thing he saw was, wait a minute, she <laughs> thinks I stink. Wait, but read what the soap is called. Dr. Squatch. It's a Sasquatch themed <laughs> soap. Because you're sad squash. Because you're sad squash. Yes, right. very thoughtful. That's why I All did right, it. That's what else do we have here? Pomegranate Delight hand yeah. cream. Ooh. So yeah, he, you can she's have hoping a whole your hands day. will smell less bad. Can you get a whiff of that real quick? Oh, it's, it's sealed. It's sealed because I didn't use that. it before. Sorry, man. I'm hungry. Uh, relaxing gel mask. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I got you the gel and not the paper because you do have a beard and the I, paper mask. You. you got him socks. Mm-hmm. I didn't get him. That means he's really free. Socks. What is this? Booty masks. What is that? It's like a face mask for, for those juicy cheeks of Spencer's. Yeah. <laughs> and you put them on your booty cheeks and can they make them Can we peel them off? Like, yeah. like one of the most satisfying parts of a face mask is taking it off, so yeah. we, we want to peel it. Uh, it says it's uh, formulated with white tea and peach extract. Oh, <laughs> thematically appropriate, yes. but also thank you. Some holiday socks here as well with a little T-Rex. Oh, yeah. It's and, a little past the holidays, obviously. He has, he's, he's holding a little present. Thank you, Emily. It was very thoughtful of you. Emily, you're welcome. You're the nicest uh, person in this room. Oh, you are. And you just continue to prove it with these uh, crappy gifts. Thank Aww. you. We love you. You're welcome. <laughs> Three guys with beards and a young woman. No, this isn't your search history. It's the CJ Morgan Show with Emily, Matt, and Spencer on 101X.